Welcome to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Their goal is to win the lost, disciple Christians, set the captives free, and see the sick made whole. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org. Now, here is Pastor Gary Culp with today's message. Well, good afternoon. The Lord bless you. What do we know for sure? God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Let's pray for souls. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Father, we're crying out for the eternal salvation of every boy and girl, man and woman in Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas, their past, present, future spouses, all the children they have now and the future and their family members, all grandchildren they have now and the future and their family members, all great-grandchildren they have now and the future and their family members. By faith, in agreement, we're sending the Holy Spirit to convict each person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Lord Jesus, we agree you're revealing yourself to each person, your incarnation, your perfect life, the great miracles you did, your death, burial, and resurrection, your precious atoning blood, and the revelation and understanding by your stripes we were healed would come to every boy and girl, man and woman. They would humble themselves before you, Father, repent of their sins, receive you lord jesus as savior and lord being gloriously born again from above and father would you get every person to a good bible believing teaching church they would then be baptized in water receive the baptism in the holy spirit every christian would become a true disciple of the lord jesus christ or crying out for every demon possessed demonized and captive to be set free and all the sick to be healed from every sickness and every disease and father your people to receive and to walk in financial abundance prosperity debt cancellation of their debts the full blessing of Abraham, whom God blessed in all things. And we agree now, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Oh, and Father, we love the Jewish people. Number one, we pray out for that, their salvation. Father, please let all the blinders and scales fall off their hearts and minds. Allow them to see that Jesus Christ is their Messiah and Savior and Lord, and they would be born again. We agree with your word. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We also agree with your word, Father. They have title deed to all the land of Canaan. So, Father, restore the land to them. And, Lord, let it be even in this war right now, Father, that you give back the land to them. Father, we agree that the two-state solution is from the pit of hell. We curse that. We command that never to be brought up again. And we agree they're going to get all their land back. And, Father, give them total victory. May they utterly stop and destroy Hamas, Hezbollah, anyone in Iran, Lebanon or Syria who comes against them, stop them and necessarily destroy them and protect your people, the Jewish people. Father, they're your wife. You love them and we love them too and we bless them and we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, so many things going on in the world. Let's pray some more. We've got to pray for our United States, right? Okay. So, Father, we come to you in Jesus' name again. Father, we're praying against the digital currency that the Fed and Joe Biden are trying to roll out in the WEF. Father, that's from the pit of hell. It's part of the one world government. You hate it. We hate it. So, Father, send their plans into confusion and derision. May they fight among themselves. May they come to no agreement. And we agree there will never be a digital currency until after the 
rapture of the church and our dollar bills and cash will be able to use until we're out of here and we thank you for it now and also father we agree there's not going to be no more uh, viruses and pestilences released and father all those bio labs we ask you to burn them to the ground do whatever you have to do to stop this great evil and also father please secure our borders Father, thank you for the revelation through the prophets, Father, that we know there's 12 sleeper cells in America ready to bring destruction and chaos. Father, stop them. Show law enforcement in favor to stop them. And if they won't listen to you, Father, send your angelic host and drive them out of this country. In fact, Father, drive out of this country all the 7 million plus illegal aliens that have come into this country to do evil, to do harm, to do wrong. The sex traffickers, the perverts, Father God, drive them out of this country father and don't let them come back again and we thank you for it now and father protect our power grid also father you've given more revelation concerning the attacks to come father god please protect our electricity our gas our oil our coal and yes lord our water don't let anyone burn down poison any of these things father no more mysterious burning down of food production plants bless our farm and farmers to have good protection don't let anybody touch these power grids that we're going to have electricity gas oil and coal all the days of our life and there's going to be no shortage father god and God, we agree with you, Father. Climate change uh, propaganda is a lie from hell. We agree it's a lie, Father God, and expose it for what it is, Lord. And Father God, you know the terrible persecution that's come against your servant, Donald Trump and his family, conservatives and Christians. Well, Father, you, you remind us of the book of Esther. And Father, we are the Mordecais. We agree that you will, and we thank you for it. Continue to watch over us and protect us. You will provide for us abundantly. We thank you for it. But also, Father God, we agree, like with Mordecai, you're going to continue even promote us in these end times, Lord. We are the head and not the tail. We are above only and not beneath. And Father, those Hamans, and Father, you know who the Hamans are. As they would continue to try to persecute us or even destroy us, we agree, Father God, you're going to hang them in the very gallows that they've prepared for us. And we agree for that right now, in Jesus' name, amen. All right. Well, today we're going to be uh, talking about something very relevant, <laughs> uh, the Ezekiel 38-39 war. Now, you know there's war going on in Israel. I don't need to tell you that. Well, it's, it's probably one of two things or a preparation for one of these two things. Number one, the Psalm 83 war. Now, we're not going to talk about that and read about that, but I want you to know that's possibly uh, the war that they're in right now or will soon be. In that war, all the nations that immediately surround Israel will come against them. With God's help, they will supernaturally be defeated, and I believe probably at that time they will actually get more land. Who knows? They may get all the land to Canaan through that battle. But then also, and again, we're not sure about the exact uh, time of this, the Ezekiel 38-39 war. And in this war, and we're going to read it and explain it as we go, the nations from the north come against Israel. Nations like Russia, Turkey, Iran, Sudan, Libya, Ethiopia, and we'll talk about them here as we go through the passage. They will come against Israel, and God will miraculously, supernaturally shut those puppies down, and Israel will win, and all the nations will know God did it. 
Now that's exciting. And that could be before the rapture. Isn't that exciting? But let's get into it right now. Ezekiel 38, And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face against Gog of the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and prophesy against him. Okay, God is telling Ezekiel, here's the word of the Lord. I'm against them. Let me prove that to you. Verse 3. And say, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. Okay. So, and we'll see more nations in a couple verses, but God is against Russia, Turkey, Iran, Sudan, Libya, and Ethiopia. Because they're going to do, try to do evil against God's nation, Israel. And God is against them. I keep telling you, Good guys, bad guys, righteous and unrighteous, and that's all there is. And it's not changed from Old to New Testament. Do you understand that? Okay. Verse 4, And I will, put, I will turn thee back and put hooks into thy jaws, and I will bring thee forth, and all thine army, horses and horsemen, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. You understand this hasn't happened yet, but it will happen. Now they've already put it into their heart to do these evil things against Israel. Isn't that sad? But God says, now to my timing, so I'm going to put hooks in your jaws. This evil that you want to do, it's now the timing, and I'm going to bring you in. <laughs> but God is setting them up for their destruction. Do you understand that? Did you read along with me? Okay. Here's the more nations we're talking about. Persia, of course, Iran, Cush and Put, with them, all of them, with shield and helmet, Gomer and all its hordes, the house of Togarmar, of the north quarters of all its hordes, and many peoples with thee. Be thou prepared, and prepare for thyself, thou, and all thy company that are assembled unto thee, and be thou a guard against them. Okay. After many days thou shalt be visited in the latter years. Do you know we're living in the latter years? You know, people say, oh, I wish we could only live in Bible times. Hey, you are living in Bible times. We're probably going to get to see this Psalm 83 war. It may be right now. Or the Ezekiel 38, 39 war. This could be that. You will know who the players are when it comes to pass. We'll know it. You live in Bible times. Woo-hoo. Isn't this exciting? Thou shalt come into the land that is brought back from the sword and is gathered out of many peoples against the mountains of Israel, which has been always waste, but is brought forth out of the nations, and they shall dwell safely, all of them. Thou shalt ascend and come like a storm. Talking about these evil nations. Russia, Turkey, Iran, Sudan, Libya, and Ethiopia. Okay, they're going to come like a storm to try to uh, destroy God's, God's uh, country. Israel. And it is God's country, and it's God's land. He gave it to them. We'll prove that in a minute. Okay. Thou shalt ascend like a, like, and come like a storm. Thou shalt be like a cloud to cover the land, thou and all thy hordes, and many peoples with thee. Okay, I mentioned those nations. Okay, what does God say? Verse 10. 
Thus saith the Lord God, it shall come to pass that at that same time shall things come into thy mind, and thou shalt think an evil thought. <laughs> oh, yeah. The evil thought is to come and get Israel and get, get all its booty. You know what I'm talking about? But this is a good time to mention a spiritual warfare verse. Evil thought will come into your mind. Christians, in these last days, you better be putting on the whole armor of God, and you know the battles for the mind, and you better be practicing 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. We got to interrupt for this. Let me read it. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. You better do that. Remember, you can't re believe anything on the regular news and TV. You understand that? You've got to have discernment. Know what the Word of God says have the prophetic operate in your church then only then will you know what's really going on that's the day we live in so bring every thought captive to the being to Jesus Christ remember you're not on the love boat you're on the battleship <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that more later okay verse 11 so they're thinking an evil thought and thou shalt say, these wicked nations I just mentioned to you, I will go up to a land of unwalled villages. I will go to those who are at rest, who dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates. Okay. Now, because of this verse, it would seem that maybe the Psalm 83 war has to happen first. And it could be the war they're in right now. Again, if all the nations around Israel begin to attack them, they will be defeated. And Israel will actually get more land. And it's possibly then they will then be a land without uh, walls. They've defeated their enemies. They're at peace. They don't have to have the walls. That's possible. Okay. So it, this could not what now be the Ezekiel 38, 39. That could be next. This could be the Psalm 83 war or pre preparation for it. So keep that in mind, okay? But Ezekiel 38, 39 will happen. So no, God's going to do this, okay? So what are they saying? To take a spoil and to take a prey, to turn thine hand upon the desolate places that are now inhabited, inhabited and upon the people that are gathered out of the nations who have gotten cattle and goods who dwell in the midst of the land Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish with all its young lions shall say unto thee okay I mentioned to the evil nations but now these other nations that are around them see what Russia Turkey and Iran those nations are up to and they're saying oh are you going to come in and take a spoil and do something evil you know, I hate to say it, probably the United States is probably in this because of weak, pathetic leadership. That's the only reason the United States would not be saying, no, you're not going to do this. But but also Europe, Great Britain, and there were the nations, that are, they're apathetic. They're just saying, what are you about to do? What are you, what are you up to? Okay, okay. They shall say, Hast thou gathered thy company to take a prey, to take away silver and gold, to take away cattle and goods, to take a great spoil? Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say unto Gog, okay, Russia and these nations, okay, thus saith the Lord God, oh, God's getting involved. God says, I don't like this. Here it is. 
in that day when my people of Israel dwell safely. Did you hear that? My people. God calls the Jewish people his people. In the Old Testament, the Israel is, is uh, the Jewish people are declared, uh, uh, spoken of as of the wife of God. You mess with a man's wife, you're going to get cut down. Do you get it? Okay. All right. Shall thou not know it? And thou shalt come from thy place out of the north parts, thou and many peoples with thee, all of them riding upon horses, a great company and a mighty army. And, and, and do you think, well, well, there's the horses and stuff is all gone. Well, you know, if there's an EMP and nuclear battles that have taken place maybe before, it may be all horses again. Do you get the picture here? Okay. And thou shalt come up against my people of Israel. Let me read that again. God talking, talking to Ezekiel. Write it down. Hasn't happened yet. Probably will happen very soon. Probably before the rapture. Okay. So this is applicable to you. And thou shalt come up against my people of Israel. God's people. You better leave them alone. You better bless them. You better love them. Or else. Or else, number one, you're under the curse. Genesis 12, 1 through 3. But let's continue. Like a cloud to cover the lands, it shall be in the latter days, at the end of time, at the end of the church age. That's where we're at now. And I will bring thee against my land. Ho, ho. Whose land? Israel is God's land, and he give it to them. Oh, got to pause. Got to prove that to you. Got to prove that to you. You like that, do you? You like proof. You want to know what God's word says, okay? Let's go first of all to Genesis chapter 13, verse 14 through 18. We got to take a break for this. And the Lord said unto Abram, after Lot was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place which thou art northward, and southward, and eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if any man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Then Abram removed his tent and came and dwelt in the oaks of Mamar, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto the Lord. Let's go to the next chapter, chapter 15, uh, verse 18. In the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto thy seed have I given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates. Do you get that? Let's go now to uh, uh, Genesis 17, um, verse 7 and 8. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant. What part of forever don't you understand? To be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land which thou art a sojourner, all the land, all the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession and I will be their God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Do you get it? Palestinians have no right in there. They're not even really Palestinians, but we're not getting into that right now. God gave it to the 
descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob forever. Okay. So chew on that a while. Know that that's the reality how God feels. And when you come against Israel, and you know, there's even churches, and I can't even, I don't want to even name them, that believe in replacement theology, that God has no plans for the Jews anymore, and the church has replaced Israel, and those promises are no good anymore. Oh, devil church, devil church, run, hide, get out quick. Don't come under the curse, okay? Okay. Back to verse uh, Ezekiel 38, 17. Thus saith the Lord God, Art thou of whom I have spoken of old by my servants or prophets of Israel, who prophesied in those days many years that I will bring thee against them? And it came to pass at the same time when Gog shall come against the land of Israel, saith the Lord God, now here, listen to this, that my fury shall come up in my face. Oh, do you know God gets mad? You don't want God to get mad. You don't want to ever touch or say anything against the Jewish people, his nation, Israel. We love them. We bless them. We pray for them. Do you get the picture? He's mad. God's mad. Okay. For in my jealousy and the fire of my wrath, ooh, you don't want to be there. Have I spoken? Surely in that day there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel. Okay, God's going to now tell us that when Russia, Turkey, and Iran, and those other nations I mentioned come against him, here's how he's going to stomp them. Do you got the picture? Okay, here it is. There will be a great shaking in the land of Israel, a great earthquake, so that the fish of the sea and the fowls of the heavens and the beasts of the fields and all creeping things that creep upon the earth and all the men that are upon the face of the earth shall shake at my presence. Do you get it? And the mountains shall be thrown down, earthquake, and the steep places shall fall and every wall shall fall to the ground. Ooh, that's a big earthquake, okay? But that's not only how he does it. And I will call for a sword against him throughout all my mountains, saith the Lord God. Every man's sword shall be against his brother. You know, different times in Israel's Bible, when they, they cried out to him, he would actually send confusion into the enemy's camp, and they would actually begin to kill each other. So one way he's going to destroy them, great earthquake. He's going to send confusion in their camp. They're just start going to start killing each other. Okay, but that's not all. Verse 22, and I will enter into judgment against him with pestilence, just sickness, and they drop dead, and with blood, and I will rain upon them, upon his hordes, and upon the many peoples that are with him, and overflowing rain, torrential rains, yep, a gully washer, and great hailstones, fire and brimstone. Ooh, God is releasing everything he's got against Russia, Iran, Turkey, Ethiopia, Sudan, and those nations because they're coming against his people, his wife, the Jewish people, Israel, and God's stomping them. You got it? He's stomping them. And let me tell you how big he stomps them. Let's continue. Thus, here's the purpose. Will I magnify myself? God magnifies himself and also his word because his words have declared it, okay? And sanctify myself and I will be known in the eyes of many nations. 
So when that happens and we're here in the United States, if the rapture hadn't taken place, we're going to be telling people, the Lord, he is God. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and God loves Israel. Amen. Going to get some souls saved probably when people see God defeated all those nations. Teeny tiny Israel, God's going to fight for them, and they're getting stomped. Do you got it? And they shall know that I am the Lord. Boy, there's going to be some soul winning going on then. Chapter 39. Therefore, thou son of man, prophesy against Gog and say, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee. God is against them. They are the bad guys. Do you understand that? Okay. O Gog, the chief priest, uh, prince of Meshach and Tubal, and I will turn thee back and leave but a sixth part of thee. Okay, we'll talk about that in just a second. Leave but a sixth part of thee and will cause thee to come up from the north part and will bring thee upon the mountains of Israel. Okay, let's just throw out a figure. In those big nations, Russia, Turkey, Iran, that I mentioned that are coming down, okay, let's just say they have a 12 million man army. God's going to kill 10 million of them. Only one-sixth will be left. And they're going to tuck their tails and run away. Oh, can't wait to see that. And everybody's going to know God loves Israel. And he is the God of Abraham, the Isaac, and Jacob. And yes, he's the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. A little bit more. And I will smite thy bow out of thy left hand, and will cause arrows to fall out of thy right hand. Thou shalt fall upon the mountains of Israel, thou and all thy hordes and the peoples that are with thee. I will give thee unto the ravenous birds of every sort, and the beast of the field shall to be devoured. Thou shalt fall upon the open field, for I have spoken it, saith the Lord God. They're going to become bird food. Oh, I could go longer, but we got to get running out of time. Okay, you go against God and his people, whether it be the Jewish people or Christians, you're going to become bird food, and you're going to die and go to hell and be tormented forever. But you're going to become bird food. Do you understand that? Okay, all right. And I will send a fire on Magog and among those who dwell securely in the coastlands, and they shall know that I am the Lord. Hallelujah. So will I make my holy name known in the midst of my people, Israel, my people, Israel. Okay. And I will not let them pollute my holy name anymore. And the nations shall know. That means the United States of America, too. Shall know that I am the Lord, the Holy One in Israel. Oh, this is so good. Behold, it has come and it is done, saith the Lord God. This is the day of which I have spoken. And they that dwell in the cities of Israel shall go forth and shall set on fire. Okay, listen to this. And burn the weapons, both the shields and the bucklers, the bows and the arrows, and the hand spikes and the spears, and they shall burn them with fire seven years. It will take the Jewish people seven years to burn all the armament that they have come down to destroy Israel with. It'll take them seven years. Okay, the tribulation only lasts seven years. So this really has to take place before the tribulation, doesn't it? So we very may well see it. And is it this uh, war now? I don't know. But this is going to happen very soon. Do you understand that? God loves the Jewish people. 
if you're a Christian, born-again Christian, you love Israel, you support Israel, you bless them. And you need to tell every leader there is to be no state, two-state solution. God has said, it's my land, and I've given it to my wife, my people, the Jewish people. Do you got that? So get on the right side of God. In fact, the only way you can get on the right side of God, first of all, is to be born again. Have you ever repented of your sins and received Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord? Do you see here's one thing that's going to happen in the near future? You're probably going to get to see it. God's going to show off. He's going to show he is a great and awesome God and he still does miracles. Well, you don't want to be bird food, do you? Okay. So, repent of your sins. Give your heart to Jesus. You say, well, I don't know how to do it. Well, I will gladly lead you in a prayer. And as the Holy Spirit directs you and you're serious, you can get born again right now. Dear God, I see it. I know that I am a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins and rose again. I understand it's only the blood of Jesus that can cleanse my sins. Lord Jesus, I'm coming to you right now. I repent. I say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and be my Savior and Lord of my life. I give myself to you completely both now and forever. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. God bless you. And remember, God loves Israel, and we love him, them too, and we pray for them, and we bless them, and we support them. God bless you. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org or send an email to Pastor Gary. His email is GaryColt at Yahoo.com. Please join them again next week as they continue to expound on God's truth in a relevant and practical way.